So right. anyway, um, here we are, Jesus in protest, and and you've been involved in, and I, and I don't know how you're going to take that this morning. So this is not a lead-in by any means, but I'm so I I want I've been looking forward to you talking about this because this has been your work has been engaged in 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 protest in so many different kinds of ways, and so whether or not you're sharing those experiences today, I don't know, but um, we definitely look to you as someone who has been engaged in this kind of work and movement and has led us in, in these ways of protest. And um, so uh, without further ado, thank you, Leroy, for being here today, sharing with us. Thanks, Sonia. Um, well, good morning, uh, Groves Church. Uh, and um, I, I think there's some other folks on board. I know uh, Anna Cho and uh, some of their crew might be also on board. So good morning to y'all if you are. Um, I. Uh, it has been uh, quite quite the week um, for um, for our family and for our country and for many of you who are um, who are dealing with a number of things right that are converging COVID and then now the murder of so many black people um, uh, the uh, idea of of police and what their roles are and all this all this stuff is kind of on top of us. Um, uh, some of that hit my family personally last week, um, and um, and we have been dealing with that. And then um, Friday night, um, we uh, in the neighborhood uh, where my son lives and where our, our Don and I lived for a long time in Atlanta, um, a black man was killed on Friday night and. Um, yesterday, spent yesterday watching some of uh, parts of, in our neighborhood, uh, a restaurant, you know, on fire. So that was just kind of uh, more added on top of. So um, this idea, uh, though, this morning, I want to kind of roll into around protests. I think for me, um, uh, Donna and I were talking through through some of this that that uh, we um, probably in early '90s we we were trying to do some math and so um, in 1990 the Gulf War started and at that time we were um, we were we were involved in, in um, uh, homeless ministry in Philadelphia we you know we were. 22, 23, 24. I don't, I don't know how we were. We were in our 20s, right? And uh, uh, But uh, we were downtown at a place called Love Park in Philadelphia and um, uh, meeting and talking with our homeless friends as we, as we, you know, began to do at that time. And there, a protest for the Gulf War um, was at City Hall. And we joined that protest. And uh, we were trying to figure out, we think our... our our three-year-old, we, we were doing the math. We had a three-year-old at the time, um, Jessica, who may have been with us. And her first protest was probably when she was three years old. Uh, and then so that was around August, September of 1990. Our second child was probably three or four months, year, three or four <laughs> months old. And so that is downtown at a protest after just having a kid three or four months earlier. So, um, so, um, so Donna, uh, my wife, uh, for those who don't know, um, we, we, we have kind of shaped a life around, around some of this. Um, and so, um, 
from that to many other ways. Um, uh, one, of, I will say one of the most significant uh, times and protests that I have been to was, um, was going to Ferguson um, and uh, being there the week after Mike Brown was killed and uh, spending time there um, in, in that space really shifted a lot for me. Um, even though I've been involved for a long time, that space kind of shifted a ton for me um, and subsequent protests and arrests um, and those kinds of things. Um, so I want to be upfront that I am, uh, a, I am a Christian person who believes the protest has a place in our faith. Um, and so I'll, I want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, this idea of protest, a statement, right? Uh, something uh, that you disapprove of and you take action against, right? You object to something, um, uh, you're dissatisfied with the status quo, um, and you take action to evoke change, right? That, that kind of idea, right? That's where the protest comes from, that, that you're not satisfied and you're going to take some action. Right. Uh, and uh, we know uh, through history, we have seen some incredible protests from people like Gandhi uh, and Dr. King and uh, and others uh, throughout the history of time. There were two, those are two of the large ones, Dorothy Day and the Catholic Workers Movement. Like like there's all we've seen this uh, and we know that when uh, uh, when folks of faith are dissatisfied enough and they and the protest happens in this in this peaceful manner in their and from their perspectives that it moves the needle we actually have proof that that works right through these major movements um and so the idea that a protest doesn't work is absurd in many ways right uh we know it works we know it moves the needles, and I believe it is a part of our of our faith. Now, we can look through the Old Testament, right, um, where we know uh, we see protests begin to emerge. The first one uh, being uh, the Hebrew midwives as they protest the killing of their boys after Pharaoh, right, says kill all the Hebrew boys as they're born. And these midwives uh, mount a protest against that. Moses's mother, right, um, helping lead that for her son to live, right? And we know Moses eventually mounts a protest back to Pharaoh and says, let my people go. Well, that didn't start with Moses. That started with his mother and her friends, right? Uh, we know Mordecai uh, launches a protest against Haman when Haman is uh, ransacking and burning the Hebrew villages of their time. And, and Haman wraps himself in sackcloth and ashes and sits outside the gates uh, and, he, uh, and he begins to protest, right? And Esther hears that and Esther takes up the protest, right? And she calls a fast and a prayer and she goes before the king for her people, right? Uh, so we know, we see those protests test. We've talked about uh, here in the Groves about Rizba and Rizba's protest against David killing her son and these other folks. And she spends five months out in protest, right? So, so, so protest is a part of the heart of what we pull and see in the Old Testament, right? Where do we see also <clears throat> the heart of protest 
as it pertains to God. Right. Uh, uh, this 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 wanting to change um, uh, action to evoke change. I think I think God is all about that. Right. Uh, uh, when God talks uh, in Isaiah. Right. Uh, 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 to these folks about what they're doing and God's actions is a protest of sorts against what they're doing. Right. Um, he, you know, uh, uh, he, he talks to Israel. He says, see how the faithful city has become uh, a prostitute. She once, she once was full of justice, righteousness, uh, used to dwell in her. But now murderers, your silver has become dross. Your choice wine is diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels, partners with thieves. They all love bribes and chase the, and chase after gifts. You do not defend the cause of the fatherless and the widows, right? That God launches an action against even the people that he's trying, that he says are his chosen ones to take this grace and love out into the world. Your new moon feasts and your appointed festivals I hate with all my being, God says. They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread your hands in prayer, I hide my eyes from you. Even when you offer many prayers, I am not listening. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take evil deeds out of, out of my sight, right? He says, stop doing wrong. And he says, learn to do right. And what does he say is right? Seek justice. Defend the poor. Take up the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow, right? So we see God like, like protesting even how they have worship and says, you're praying to me, but I'm not listening because you aren't taking up the defense of justice in the world. And that is what you are intended to do. Right? That, um, that, 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 that heart of God to, to take this up is what we have inherited. Now, what I want to look at, though, here, um, uh, and we're going to, I'm going to move through this and we're going to have some time to talk back because you do these things different on, on, on Zoom, right? Uh, so, so we can do some talk back. Um, um, what does the New Testament show us? When Jesus comes on the scene, this idea of action to make change, this idea of protest. I disapprove with what's happening and I'm gonna do something, take some action to change it, right? Um, this, this, this idea, right? Um, Jesus though, here is, here is the twist that I, in my sermon when I was looking for this um, uh, with, uh, with, with, with Jesus. Jesus's objection, right, uh, and uh, his disapproval, what, where it lied was with religious folks. Jesus mostly protested the religious folks of the time. Interesting, right? When Jesus launched his protests, he disapproved, he wanted change. That came against religious folks a lot of the time, right? Uh, Jesus did protest, but it wasn't against the government. It was against the church itself. Why 
because the church, the religious folks, had uh, had had cast their uh, selves with empire. They were in bed with the empire. They were connected deeply, and Jesus protested this. It was to break the church away from its connection with the empire of the time. That's what Jesus protested, right? Uh, uh, they had lost their purpose, right? Israel was to be an expression of God's love and justice in the world. And instead of them carrying that out, they got, they got connected to empire, to the government, and to the tax collectors of the time. And they, they ruled from that relationship. It was never meant to be an exclusive club. It was meant to carry out God's love and justice in the world. Right? I bring that to our day. The world is on fire right now. And many churches are sitting around talking about wanting to get back to their worship service. Ignoring the cries of justice in the streets. Young people who don't go to your churches, many of our churches, right? Many churches, young people have said no if they're 40 and under. But here they are out in the streets protesting for justice. Protesting for the thing that is right at the heart of who God is. The heart of who God is. God says, I'm not going to listen to your prayers if you don't take up the cause of justice. And here young people are out in the street, right? Crying for justice, marching for justice, some 20 days in a row now. And your discussion, many of you are thinking about when I can get back to my worship service. The heart of God is crying out in the streets. What did Jesus? What did Jesus have to? What did Jesus say about all of this? Right, um, uh, this idea of justice and this idea of protest. Right, um, I think. I think. Let's let's look at let's look at uh, 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 some things here. Here's here's a little bit in Luke. Woe to you Pharisees, because you. Give God a tenth of your mint and uh, all other kinds of garden herbs, but you neglect justice and the love of God. You should have practiced the latter without leaving the former undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the most important seats in the synagogue and respectful greetings in the marketplaces. Woe to you because you are like unmarked graves, which people walk over without knowing it. One of the experts in the law answered him, teacher, when you say these things, you insult us. <laughs> Jesus, we're your people and you're insulting us. Their neglect of the justice system right? Their neglect of justice was the problem. This is what Jesus had a problem with. Their giving was great. 
but they weren't doing what Jesus was talking about, right? Like, 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 woe to you, Jesus says, because you give God a tenth of your money, but you neglect justice and the rule of God. You have left like this undone. Like, like Jesus purposely insulted the church because it was there, it is there, that God wants to bring and have justice be seen and known in the world. It is where Jesus wants to dwell and for folks to see, oh, that's how righteousness is carried out. That's how everybody is treated like a human being. Because the problem we're facing, right? What we are protesting is the fact that everybody isn't treated like a human being that everybody isn't treated like they were created in the image of God, that God didn't, and, it, and like in all of God's power and creative abilities, create me and all of my black children and friends and family as good. Instead, there is a constitution that says that I'm three-fifths human. And God has come, Jesus has come to say that is wrong. And I want my church to represent that and protest anything that goes against how I have created people in this world. That's why we protest. That's at the heart of the matter. that God has created us all. And God is angry because we are not representing that. Jesus says, I am life. I am, I am coming to the world to bring life, right? And we love that. But think about it. Jesus is also the embodiment of the anger of God against the church that's not representing what God wants represented in the world. That's also included in who Jesus is walking around. So we see that anger part of God that exists in the body of Jesus come out when he turns those tables over in, in, the, in the temple. That is the embodiment of, of creator, angry with us, protesting when we don't stand for justice against us. He did it over and over again. Jesus protested things. Jesus protested the very Sabbath by doing things on Sabbath over and over again that pushed the Pharisees to think about who they were. Oh, why are you healing on the Sabbath? 
Why did you like like over and over and over again? Look at look at the scriptures. Look at Luke. A woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, woman, you are free of your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her and immediately she straightened up and praised God indignant that because Jesus had healed on a Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, the like, like, like he got indignant because this woman was healed on the Sabbath. And Jesus did it on purpose. He protested how they how they did Sabbath. He protested offerings. Don't bring me your offering if you have aught with your brother or sister. Lee, like, go out of here, make up with your brother and sister, and then bring me your offering. Let me do one more thing here, and then we'll 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 try to have some discussions here. Um, um, uh, Paul picks this up. Jesus plants this in, right? Jesus plants this in the church, right? He comes and he plants this idea of justice and he 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 separates all these things, right? Uh Jesus even says, Jesus even says, right, like that uh I didn't come to bring peace. Yo, look, this is a little commercial break. Sorry, I'm uh, I like Jesus says, I didn't even come to bring peace. Do you suppose I came to bring peace on the earth? I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, daughter against her mother, daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be in his own household. Anyone who loves father and mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up this cross, and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses it will connect with me and you will find your life. I don't think Jesus cares if your parents, your cousin, your brother are racist and they don't talk to you. I think Jesus would say, great job for standing up for the fact that I have created everybody equal. I don't think he cares that you're fighting with your racist family. That was a commercial. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm not sorry, really. Paul, one last example picks up this idea, right? And picks up what Jesus was throwing down. And uh, uh, Paul uh, launches uh, his own protest of sorts. Now, Paul, when he launched a protest, I'm trying, let, 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 let's, let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, but when they opposed Paul and became abusive, he shook out of his clothes in protest. So, I'm not advocating us uh, shaking out our clothes, but apparently it bothered Paul so much that he just stripped his clothes off in protest, right? Uh, 
and and say your blood be on your own heads. I am I am innocent of it. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Then Paul left the synagogue, same right, like left the synagogue and went next door to the house of Titus Justice, a worshiper of God. Paul's protest inside the church caused him to rip his clothes off and leave and go outside next door to where there were some worshipers who weren't probably allowed in that synagogue who probably didn't feel like a number of ways, like many people feel today, right? That they don't have the right clothes or they don't smell right or they don't look right or they don't act right or they don't know all of the laws, all of the piety, all of the everything we have, uh, uh, like within coming into our worship, right? They probably felt, and Paul left and went over next door outside to those folks. They set up in a house. And you know what? There were some folks that loved God that weren't in the synagogue. They were next door in the house. Y'all know, folks, that there's some people who love God. They right out, they out there in those streets, and they are raising their fist for justice. And as they raise their fists for justice, don't you know God is listening to them? You want to be where God is? Be where cries are going out to God from oppressed people. And God shows up right there. We know that through our biblical history. God says, I have heard your cry and I'm going to answer it. And he answers it through Moses. Will God answer the cry of justice in our streets today through you? Who were these people? Says Paul stayed in Corinth and he connects with Priscilla and Aquila. And from what I've been reading, Priscilla was probably a bad sister. And he centers them. And Priscilla and Aquila began to start churches, plant churches, train people, and uh, uh, but outside of the system. This Paul's protest starts in the church in the synagogue, rips his clothes off, says, all right, y'all won't listen. I'm going to go outside. And whoever, whoever takes this up, we're going to mount a protest against injustice, and you're going to see God move. You know what else was similar to that? Jesus said, I came to my own, and my own didn't receive me. But to those who receive me, I have given the power to become the children of God, the family of God. Right? Like, sounds familiar. That God ain't worried about, like, not being heard, like, 
inside the doors of your place or wherever safety thing you put up. Last thing, I got so much more. I, 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 put, I, uh, I got too many notes. Sorry about this. <laughs> you got to be shorter on Zoom. I can't do my regular, my regular deal. Um, so last thing is, uh, it, it, it's just fascinating. I got I to gotta, I gotta read, I got to read, got to read part of this. Um, so Paul leaves, he goes to Ephesus, right? Uh, then he sets sail from Ephesus. He lands at Caesarea. When he went up to Jerusalem and greeted the church, he went down to Antioch. After spending time in Antioch, right, uh, he goes and he's planning all these churches. But uh, in that, uh, the scripture then picks up and says, meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. Check this out. This was when all this was going on. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been inducted in the way of the Lord and spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately. Though he only knew the baptism of John, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. So you got this guy, right? Apollos, all this stuff's going on. Paul's outside of the church. He's planting churches with Gentiles everywhere. They come across, this guy, Apollos, catches some of that. He gets on fire, right? He's, 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 uh, he's learned, he's taught, he knows how to speak well, he has fire in his bones, right? And, uh, and he wants to get in on this, right? He's ready. But look what they do. Look what they do to this guy. Learn it, right, from the right place. Went to the schools, right? Has the passion, understands how to communicate, all of those things. He's got it all, right? But guess what they do with him? When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. <laughs> this dude, this dude had to learn the way of God from the streets, the way of God from Priscilla, this woman and her husband, Aquila, who were in house churches, even though he came from the synagogue, was learned, knew how to communicate all of it. He had to sit down with these Gentiles, who I think probably represented folks of color at the time. So these, these, this learned dude had to sit down at the feet of the folks of color and they had to give him the real deal. No, 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 no. This is what the liberating gospel is. And they trained that brother and then they sent him out. Then he was ready. Not into, not his schooling, not where he came from, not his Jewish background, but his understanding and his sitting at the feet of these folks who knew what it was to serve Jesus outside of empire. Apollo had to be taught. The empire had to be stripped out of him and a liberating gospel put in him by Priscilla and Aquila, and then he moved on. 
He was trained in the system. He had all, he had been instructed. He was a good speaker. He knew Jesus, right? He was speaking in the synagogue, but it was Priscilla and Aquila that invited him in and taught him accurately and schooled him on the diversity of the message of the kingdom of God. An un-Jewish centered way of approach. I suggest to you, my friends, in this time of protest, that it is time for an unwhite centered approach to the gospel and to the church and to the rebuilding and to the new that is to come. That we are sitting in the middle of the moment of watching the kingdom flip. Jesus said the first will be last and the last will be first. And we are watching it happen in our, in our time. We are getting the opportunity to watch God flip the world upside down. Don't you want to be a part of that? Don't you want to join the protest of that? Don't you want to pick up what those Hebrew midwives started and brought all the way through to Jesus, turning over tables in a temple and dying to house churches getting started out of Antioch and this thing blowing up and this thing getting lost in empire and now God flipping it back to say the last will be first. And the first will be last. Oh my gosh. If I get the opportunity, I didn't think I'd ever see that. But it's happening before our eyes. You that have ears, I hope you hear what God is saying and doing to the church in our time. God bless, God bless, God bless you. We'll, we need to, uh, Sonia's going to come on and we'll kick some questions around. Oh, Leroy. <laughs> I was uh, scrambling, writing down notes and <laughs> the... Thank you, Leroy. Thank you for that. Thank you for bringing that message to us today and that challenge. And I, there's so many things I want to say now, but I want to hear from our people. I want to hear what what's resonating, what's challenging. You're, you're speaking and there's for me there's like a like it's like yes yes the spirit is like yeah that's the church i've always wanted to be a part of that's the that's the church i've imagined and dreamed of and mm -hmm. you know yes 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 and i was thinking about you were talking about so bringing there was one part where you were talking about you know jesus even protested about the sabbath like on the sabbath about the sabbath right mm -hmm. and it's like uh he, dismantling these rituals and these systems and yeah exactly what you're saying at the beginning these religious activities that no longer have any meaning because they're not tied to the reality of the justice that god is bringing and what he is bringing 
It's not that he's, he's just waiting for the church to get on board. Like you're saying, it's happening in the streets. There are people already, like we're looking around Portland, we're looking across the nation, we're looking around the world. How many, did oh, yeah. those pictures of yeah. Paris? What's happening in Paris? Like yeah. Yeah. hundreds of thousands of people, you know, on the on the side of justice, on the side of, of, of what, yeah, what God is, is at work doing in the world. And, yeah, and yes, it's funny, right? We can't, when people say defund the police, right? Like, we can't imagine that in our, like, yeah. like some people can't, like, what do you, what does that mean? That means flipping the justice system on its yeah. head. Yeah. And you can't fathom, like, like, that happening. That there could really be a system that treats everybody equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is that even possible with what we have, right? That is where our that is that is where the role of 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 those who know the Creator, right, uh, yes. and who know justice and who 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 say they have Jesus in their hearts. Well, what does a system look like? Right. Right. No. This is what, yes. Yes. This is what what was occurring to me as you were talking is that I think a lot of the dismantling that has been done has been made like we're just it's like taking a sledgehammer and just like whacking away at the wall. But when Jesus is dismantling, he has a kingdom in mind. He has a, a way in which we're invited to live. So even the tools and the weapons that he's using are part of the rebuilding. Are part of like this is what is what it can look like. Yes. And yeah. um, man, let let. Let the oh, I just like let the spirit, the holy imagination of the Holy Spirit, like awaken and make us alive and and tune into the to yes, the ways in which we might care for one another in the neighborhood. Like what, right? When we're talking about defunding police, like yeah, what does uh, I don't know, Rachel? I don't know who Rachel is, but I love that uh, that 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 phrase creative visioning right like people of god visioning creatively right yeah that's 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 kind of it right yeah and we don't it's not like we have to make up a whole new thing it's like the kingdom has been shown to us through jesus and we can but yes the creative and how it looks our contextualization of it yes let's here let's do it yeah in our and I was thinking in terms of even how we gather, you know, I'm like, how we gather if we, when we, all those questions about gathering. But you know, it's like let our songs be the songs of protest. Mm-hmm. We're protesting mm-hmm. the we are breaking up. We're protesting the empire in its ways and its solutions. Mm-hmm. We're protesting in our prayer. We are protesting in our preaching, as you just did today. We're protesting through collective action as the body of Christ, mm-hmm. and that it isn't something that just stays within walls. But it's how are we participating in the the justice and the good and the equity in our neighborhoods and in our cities? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like we try to take this, like, this incredible mystery, right, of this creative God, right, who created everything around us and shrink it into our space, right? Right, right. right. It's like, right. What, right. what are we doing, right? Yes. Like, yeah. You can't, God can't fit into that space. No, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, right? yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. And he's not, yeah, and he's he he is not. Thank God, he's not confined to the people who profess to be his followers. Thank God, it's not limited to that. Right. And yeah, the God who out of nothing spoke 
and there was something right the god who who puts order beautiful out of chaos like this is our yeah yeah it's so funny like uh you uh, protesting against even my own self sometime and the stuff that has been put in my head right it's like even I, i've been i've been trying to work on my habits of of even limiting god to he right like like yes that, like <laughs> within that right no 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 like it's okay that god god is she right like oh what does that mean right, right. like Right. Like all of it, like we've like limited so much of what yes. creator is and, 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 and all that could be done in the world uh, through, through this process that empire has locked us into, right? Yes, like this, yeah. This, yeah, yes, yeah. The ways in which, right, it's the, it's, we talk about, it's the air we breathe, it's the water we swim in. Like we're so, we've accept, I, I've been thinking about this too, like what are the things that I have accepted that I just said, well, that's just how it is. Like, and that is so not the king. That's not Jesus's message for us. It's not the way. Yeah, he didn't come for us to say, well, just how it is. Leroy, let's just right, right, right. right, right. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there's a good. There's the question. You see that? Yeah, all right. I saw that. So yeah, I mean. This is this is this is the question of the day, right? Where where does this fall out? And 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 how do I apply this hard word of Jesus, right? That says, I didn't y'all think I came here to bring peace? Yeah. I didn't I didn't come here to bring peace. I came here like to to bring a sword that's gonna this thing is gonna break down some of your family relationships and you got to be willing to let those relationships break down for the cause right of life that i've come to bring life for everyone mm -hmm. right and if it goes against life for everyone it's not it's not me yeah it's not god and yeah. i want nothing to do with that right yeah. So that means you leave that mother-in-law like, so so be it. Cause we yes. are for everybody, like every human being that God has created being honored and dignified and opportunity for love and grace and peace and all of this, right? That's what yeah. like, yeah. that relationship fails in comparison to what Jesus is saying in that state. Right, so, right. And that's right. hard. That's, it is. Uh, it is hard, but it is. It is. But yeah. it's true. <sighs> yeah, it is hard. Yeah. And it's not without emotion or, you know, at least I speak for myself. Right. It's not without you still feel that it's still experienced. But it, yeah, it cannot. It, it will not. Thank God. It will not prevent justice, the kingdom of God moving forward in the world. And we are making we are making a choice on on what who what we're a part of. Right? right. How right. are we? Yeah. Well, because we so 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 the mystery of the faith, right, says that there's a connecting point that goes beyond biology, right? Mm -hmm. yes. That there's a yeah. there's a yes. connecting point, like in this mis in the mis in the mystery of of God that connects us. That's beyond that, right? Mm -hmm. And and for us, biology is it. But for God, God is saying to us like, oh, no, 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 no. This goes 
you are you are connected in much deeper, higher ways, right? And right. that is where the mystery of this thing sits. Right. 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 Your connection right. point isn't your biology connection. It's something right. far greater, even with your own children. It isn't the right. fact that you had them. It's another spiritual connection that you have with mm -hmm. them that mm -hmm. God does, right? Mm -hmm. That's deeper mm -hmm. than even that. Right? That's that's like that's the incredible part of God that that whoa, like I want like what in the world is that? Right? Like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I, for me, it's both. It is, and maybe this comes from me as an adoptee as well, and not having biological ties. Like I don't, I don't know where my biological ties are in this world, other than what I look like in the mirror, and know that there's a region that I come from, right? But the family, so then family for me has already been reimagined in right. some ways, right. and um, yeah, and recognizing for me, I think that recognizing that is where for me the compassion and the advocacy comes from. Because when I look around and I see my brothers and sisters that are experiencing inequality, experiencing injustice, that's my family. Those are my people. Right. Like now I have to take up, I, now I need to flip some tables too. Like that's what it, that's right. what it is for me. And, and 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 let's be careful. We're not talking about some colorblind kind of, you know, utopia stuff. We're talking about like, like, yeah. give your life because somebody gave gives their life for you, right? Yeah. We're yeah. talking about me understanding deeply how you were made differently by the Creator, and that somehow connects with the with with me in some some way, right? You like that, I like this. You do this, I do that. You 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 your music does this, mine does that. And somehow all of that together, right? Uh in its uniqueness lifts mm -hmm. up creator in us. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm talking a lot. I, I, no, it's so good, Leroy. I'm like, well no, I I I I was yeah, I'm so glad that I'm so glad you have so much to say about this. I there's because there's so much that needs to be said right now. And there's a way in which I think the church needs to be activated, needs to be challenged, needs to be confronted. Ways in which leaders, those of people like and and not just but the activation of the body of Christ. People, you know, we're not we're not spectators anymore. We're not coming to a show or a program. We're not here just for religious duty, but there is an activity, there's work that God is doing in the world that we get to participate in. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this is the this is the very rude awakening invitation into that work, I think, for lots yeah. of us. Yeah. 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 Well. Well, thanks for the time. Ooh. I appreciate it. And yeah. uh uh, I am I'm grateful for being being uh, a part of this 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 kingdom and this part of uh, the girls church. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Leroy. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. So Groves and those of you who have joined, um, thanks for connecting with us today. And uh, this was week two of Jesus in protest. Next week we have um, Dr. Uh, uh, I'm going to try it. Okay, Eka, here I go. <laughs> Dr. Tupamahu. Oh, Tupamahu. Dr. Tupamahu, a.k.a. Eka, who is uh, just such a gifted individual, not only uh, academic, but pastoral heart and the lens as an immigrant 
and so many powerful um, things he has communicated and spoken into our community. He will be speaking next week on this topic again, Jesus and protest. We will hear from his perspective, his lens, his take, and um, I'm really looking forward to that. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining in today. Um, let this, I hope this stuff sits in you. I hope there are seeds out there. I hope that there's an awakening and uh, also rejuvenation. I hope that you are, uh, that weights have been lifted. Um, your hearts and your lives have been activated. We love you so much. Let me pray for all of you and uh, we'll keep connecting throughout the week, but let's close in prayer this morning. God, we thank you so much for the work that you are doing in the world, for your grace your mercy, your love, uh, the ways in which that shows up in our lives that is so unpredictable. We could not have imagined the things that you are doing. We so many times cannot, still cannot comprehend, and um, but we trust you. We trust the history of who you are, your character, your goodness, your kindness, your generosity towards us. So be merciful, be kind, be good. Um, do those things in us that only you can do. Be with us this week. Let your Holy Spirit continue the work of uniting, refining, and giving us the courage to be, be the church, be the people you've called us to be. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Take care, everybody.